Welcome back to In the Moment. I'm Lori Walsh. Today, our In Their Own Words segment looks at a contentious issue in South Dakota. Black History Month. It's contentious because some lawmakers have rejected recent interpretations of the impact of slavery on the American story and the systemic nature of racism in our communities today. Well, the House debated Concurrent Resolution 6005, celebrating Black History Month. After the focus of the resolution changed through amendments, the House debate takes on a very personal and at times reflective tone. I'd like to just read the, the first, and I, I would hope that everybody in this body has read the uh, concurrent resolution because that's going to be important to understanding what I'm about to say. I'm just going to read the first uh, couple sentences and then I will uh, proceed. Whereas the accomplishments of African Americans throughout this country's history have been abundant, significant, and far-reaching and have helped shape this country into an exceptional nation of unprecedented opportunity and achievement, and whereas the countless contributions by African Americans have been varied and diverse as well as indispensable and inspiring and have influenced politics, religion, education, science, research, business, entrepreneurship, and the military, and whereas um, uh, many important and indisputable, indisputable facts from our history have been underemphasized and overlooked. S schools, regardless of which curriculum they choose to use, should present an accurate view of the history of race and racism in America. The modern narrative now routinely ignores or excludes numerous important historical facts that should be taught, including slavery and racism have affected all nations and is not limited solely or even primarily to America. Prior to the arrival of any European in America, from 20 to 40% of indigenous people were enslaved by other natives placing them on par with the slave empires of ancient Rome and Greece. During the transatlantic slave trade from 1501 to 1875, 12.7 million Africans were involuntary, involuntarily enslaved and forcibly carried from Africa by other nations across the globe. Only 2.4% of the enslaved Africans, or 0.3 million, 300,000, were brought to the U.S., by world comparison, America was one of the lesser receiving nations for slaves. The first documented occasion of legalized black chattel slavery in America did not occur until 1651 in Virginia when free African-American Anthony Johnson sued in court and won the right to own another African-American for life. Now, I know that there's, there's been some pushback on this. And, and the main purpose of this resolution is to, is to give uh, those who are educating our children an opportunity, a tool, if, if I may, to uh, give a more accurate history of black history in this country. So I would encourage your, your support on this uh, concurrent resolution and uh, would, would ask for your positive vote. Again, the motion before the body, HCR 6005C's amendment. All those in favor will vote yay. Those opposed nay. Madam Clerk, please unlock the voting machine where the members proceed to vote. Mr. Speaker, there are ayes 35, nays 33, excuse 2. That motion, having received a vote of the majority of the members present, is hereby declared passed. Okay, we are now on HCR 6005 as amended. Representative Duba. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker, members of the body. 
I am going to move for Amendment A. Excuse me, Mr. Speaker, it's Amendment B. I apologize. With 6005B having been made seconded, any remarks, Representative Duba? Yes, thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. What we're doing here is we're providing contexture and specific facts about how blacks in the state of South Dakota, it's, this is not about do we need a Black History Month, do we not need a Black History Month. We have one, we've had it for quite some time, and we need to honor those individuals as we have done in the past two years in this legislature. So I would urge you to look at the positive contributions of those individuals in the state of South Dakota who call it home and who are also our black brothers and sisters. And I would urge you to vote yes on this amendment. Thank you. Question for the body. Motion to amend HCR 6005 with HCR 6005B. All those in favor will say aye. Aye. Those opposed nay? No. Motion fails. We are on HCR 6005, as amended with 6005C. Are there further remarks? Representative Healy. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Well, I rise in opposition of this resolution today. I can't support this resolution because it's taking history out of context. This resolution addresses the positive aspects of slavery, but there are truly nothing positive that can be said about slavery. It fails to acknowledge what happened after both the Emancipation Proclamation and the passing of the 13th Amendment. Slavery carried over the exploitative labor, disenfranchisement mechanisms like literacy tests, and new discriminatory social systems like Jim Crow. It took African Americans more than a century to eliminate legal barriers to equality. And not even that has been able to eliminate race-based disparities in every aspect of American life. These are the facts that are actually underemphasized, and this is why it's so important that we don't minimize slavery and its implications in resolutions like this. It's important that we as a state legislature always present real facts and history. Understanding American slavery is vital to understanding racial inequality today. Our discomfort with real history hurts progress and advancement for all people. And for that, I'm asking you to not support this and vote no. Thank you. Thank you for the remarks, Representative Kynes. I could go line by line through this resolution, but the content of this document is so outlandish that it is undeserving of that analysis. It's clearly not meant to celebrate Black History Month. Members of this body know exactly what is going on here, and either you condone it or you do not. W.E.B. Dubois, who is one of the early 20th century's best-known civil rights activists and founder of the NAACP, who is, wrote in 1935 some words that I think are particularly relevant today. If truth is our object, no amount of flowery romance and the personal reminiscences of its protected beneficiaries can keep the world from knowing that slavery was a cruel, dirty, costly and inexcusable anachronism which nearly ruined the world's greatest experiment in democracy. This resolution seeks to blame members of the Democratic Party for actions taken taken under a completely different party platform decades and centuries ago. 
Am I safe to assume that members of this body do not wish to be associated with every action of the Republican Party throughout history? This resolution attempts to whitewash history. These words are an embarrassment to this chamber and an embarrassment to our state. Let's put an end to this and get back to the real work for the people of South Dakota. Thank you for the remarks, Representative Bordeaux. I rise in opposition of this resolution. You know, as I look up in the stands here, I see students here. It's really quite troubling to me that as lawmakers, they come here to learn about government. And this is the lesson that we teach them. That race is still one of the most important things that we have to talk about here. I'm a mixed race person. I'm one of the only a few in this room. And I grew up on a reservation most of my life. However, I lived in the city before that, moving from Minneapolis to Mission, South Dakota. It's a little bit of an eye-opener. Where I lived in my apartment complex, I had friends that were white, black, Native American, all different mixed races. As my dad was getting his PhD, I didn't see race as an issue. Until I attended the reservation, was called a white boy first time. It really kind of shocked me to see my own people be so divisive. So now as I stand before you, I have grandchildren who are of mixed race. Two of my grandchildren look like African-American heritage that I'm proud of them. However, they were brought to this world. They're a blessing to me. And it's a shame that we have to still try to be so divisive about who are they? Are they black? Are they white? Are they European? Are they French? Is it the Irish? What's coming out of them now? You know, this is a place where we're supposed to make laws. So it saddens me today when we have to have this discussion. And I have to think about the generations to, co to come before us. But I ask you to think about those generations to come. If we're going to heal, we're going to have to have some of these difficult conversations. But not like this. Please, go red on this. Thank you. Thank you for the remarks. Representative Randolph. Um, as I thought about the, this day coming and uh, talking about this resolution, probably the biggest thing for me when it comes to this whole issue is that we continue a ball bouncing that doesn't need to bounce anymore. It's time for it, to use the metaphor, for it to be deflated. The way we keep it bouncing is by resolutions like this that with the intent of, of the idea of trying to set the record straight, I get that, but it doesn't, it doesn't accomplish it, not in this arena. Um, the amendment that the good representative from Minnehaha was trying to bring, it, it doesn't accomplish it, not in this arena. It does not do the job. She did say one thing, which is true. We have Black History Month, whether we like it or not, whether I like it or not. So just for the record, I'm not a fan of it. The reason why is because it creates division continually. It continues to create division. Black history in America is American history. I am an American. I happen to be a black man. I have a history. It's American history. Um, I don't know how far back... My history goes as far as slavery. I, I'm pretty sure there probably were, I have ancestors that, that were slaves. 
I, I don't like the idea of writing on the back of anyone. But essentially, I'm here today because of what happened to them, good, bad, or indifferent. And I am the man I am today because of my ancestors, because of my family, because of my father who taught me to love everyone according to the word of God. And that's how I live. Um, So I'm not a fan of this resolution. I'm not a fan of any resolution that, that essentially, like I say, it goes to create the divide and not the intention of this wasn't that I understand, but it's inevitable for it to do. So I am a no on this. Um, That's where I stand. And let's see if we can't move on from this and enough's enough. So thank you. Thank you for the remarks. Representative Jensen, would you like to close us out? Thank you, Mr. Speaker. There have been several several legislators that have come up to me and asked me, say, you know, Phil, what's the, uh, you know, I I just don't like these months being designated for this and that and this group and that group and so forth. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, those simply divide us as Americans from each other. I'd just like to mention or or quote our governor. She said, Uh, at the uh, Independence Day celebration at Mount Rushmore with President Trump. She said, Across America, these last several weeks, we have been witnessing a very troubling situation unfold. In real time, we are watching an organized, coordinated campaign to remove and eliminate all references to our nation's founding and many other points in our history. The approach focuses exclusively on our forefathers' flaws but it fails to capitalize on the opportunity to learn from their virtues, she added. Make no mistake, this is being done deliberately to discredit America's founding principles by discrediting the individuals who formed them so that America can be remade into a different political image. You know, I I think of the the scriptures and and look at the life of Paul or or the life of David, and and, uh, we get to see not only the... uh, the great things that those men did, but we also see the, uh, the flaws. And as human beings, we are flawed. And I don't think we should be trying to cover up and uh, censor what is actually uh, our history. There's nothing to be gained from that. And uh, I would encourage you to look at, if you haven't already, look at the uh, footnotes. I've got several pages of footnotes that document everything that is in that resolution, and it is true, and it is accurate. So I would appreciate your support. Thank you. Question before the body is final concurrence in House Concurrent Resolution 6005 as amended. All those in favor will vote aye. Those opposed, nay. Madam Clerk, please unlock the voting machine where the members proceed to vote. Mr. Speaker, all members present have voted. Please display the vote. Mr. Speaker, there were ayes 4, nays 64, excused 2. So the motion not having received an affirmative vote of the majority of the members-elect is hereby declared lost. By that overwhelming margin, the resolution was not adopted. You can hear the complete hearing testimony at sd.net. Follow the South Dakota Legislature link in the meeting archives section.